0: Welcome back to another edition of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Stowe, and you're listening to episode 13. Today, we are going to talk about the grueling, incredibly hard, hurricane heat 12 hour and I brought my buddy Brian over and we're going to discuss what we went through and share what I guess you would say the pain that we endured the best way we can so you can kind of imagine how it was for us some people did it better than us some people had more struggled more than us but the cool part was that we all experienced something and that's what we're going to talk about today So, Brian, thanks for coming on. Hey, glad to be here. So. <laughs> glad to have survived, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's not, th- this event, I, for anyone that's never heard of a hurricane heat, it's a part of the Spartan series, but it's not the standard sprints, super, and beast to create the trifecta. Most people think of those, as were all the photos you see, where it's got the red shirt, the green shirt, and the blue shirt, and everybody's got these really cool photos doing obstacles, fun this is not that this is literally enduring pain for 12 hours and with a smile. Um, would you think that that's about accurate? Um, I don't know about the smile, <laughs>
1: but, um, uh, no, it was, it was something totally different. I had, I had no clue, I guess, going in really what it was going to be. But, um, ultimately, yeah, it was, it was grueling. There was a lot of pain involved and, uh, in the
0: end, it was a hell of an experience. So, before we really get into what we went through, let's kind of back it up a little bit and think about why did you do this in the first place? How did you get suckered in, for one? <laughs> but what was the reason why you accepted the challenge? Ah,
1: thanks for that. Suckered in. That was that's, that's probably about right. <laughs> I got uh, well, I got a call from Travis about. Uh, it? a week and a half two weeks before the event Mm -hmm. um he says uh okay yeah i got this thing coming up it's 12 hours um not really sure what's gonna happen but uh you know it'd be interesting fun i don't know some kind of words you use but
0: we uh well i guess really what happened i'll do the the pretext of what happened on this part I I've been looking at this thing called a gogi, which is the top tier of the Spartan races, the events, all the different things they have. A gogi is the hardest; it's 60 hours. They have a few in the states, but they have one called a gogi, Great Wall of China. And I, for some reason, got this itch, this bug that said, "You know what? I want to do this." And so I've been speaking with a lady that's already done it. Her name is Allie. I reached out to her on Facebook, we've been chatting, and she says, you know, I think you really should do it. And I'm like, okay. Then she says, you know, you might want to start thinking about qualifying and doing some events that will make you look like you can handle this, and one of them is the Hurricane Heat 12 hour. Okay, well, it just happened to be the following, like two weeks uh, after I was speaking to her. So I had no time to prep, I had no time to get ready for this. Um, and I figured, well, if I'm going to do this, why not bring some other people with me along? In other words, and, misery loves company. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so we already, uh, Brian and I have already decided to do a thing called Conquer the Gauntlet, which is going to ca- happen in a couple of months. It's supposed to be a really cool, um, I guess, an obstacle race and event. Um, so I just happened to call him up and said, hey, would you want to possibly do this hurricane heat? I need to do it because I want to do the agogi. You want to do that too. But, you know, if we want to both try to do this, we need to try to accomplish the 12-hour and take it from there <laughs> oh my gosh
1: um where to go no i did i got the call and um you know i'd, I'd been asking travis for a while to keep me in the loop about things that he's doing because um you know i've i've done a few things with you know running and uh you know i guess doing i guess iron man and running a marathon and things of that nature but nothing that kind of pushed you in the way of i guess these obstacle courses do and so I told him to keep me in the loop. Let me know the next one he was doing. I'd I'd listened to his podcast a few times. Heard some really neat stories from uh, people from past episodes. And uh, he called me up, and uh, I think he's tried before a couple of times, but I was always doing something else. Yep. And uh, and this this one happened to be. It's like, oh, well, I'm open. And uh, <laughs> wait, how long is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 12 hours, and of course, also the same instance, he's talking to me about uh, the 60, 60 hours in China. He's telling me to go on and look at the, uh, I guess the YouTube video of, I guess, what it was all about. And so I went on and looked at that. I was like, wow, they're on sections of the wall that have never been seen before. I mean, what a cool opportunity. I mean, I wonder if I could really do this 12 hour and if that's something I could actually work my way through. Um, so I figured, why not? I got to get out of my comfort zone. I'm in this area of my life where I'm trying to push that and learn and grow. Um, and it sounded like, you know, it, it might have some team elements involved, which would be, you know, something I'm I'm trying to work on. And um, so, yeah, it, it kind of called to me. I was like, man, I've got nothing to lose. Let's give it a shot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and... Um, what do you say, go, go big or go home? Go big or go home, and in fact, I think afterwards you said something like, well, I'm sitting at home most of the time anyways, I need to get out more often, so. so yeah, Yeah, right. that worked out well. <laughs> it's like, I'm at home too often anyway, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, we had about two weeks to get this put together, and when you're talking about people have already been training, they've been putting this entire year, maybe they've done this a year before, and they're ready, to do this again they have the gear they already have everything ready to go we had nothing we don't have a bag we don't have a ruck plate we don't have the water platters we don't have the wood we don't have anything and then we get the gear list of what we're supposed to get from a guy named cookie and I'll tell you what if you've never met this guy he is a character that you don't want to push his wrong buttons and I don't know if there's any good buttons But every time he basically says anything, he's going to be angry. So, but the gear list he sent was very unique. Um, He made it very clear just to stick what was on the gear list. And so we had two weeks to come up with everything. Luckily, we've had some friends that were able to let us borrow their packs. We had a buddy of ours, he, um, same as Jason, he he created the ruck plates, um, which was awesome. I mean, not having the ability to have a ruck plate and you're gonna have to be creative, you know make one sounds so much better than trying to stuff your bag full of sand or weights and duct tape he made one out of steel talk about pretty cool but it made a lot easier for us they turned out awesome but so we're getting close about a week out we have all the gear and the one thing we don't have is we've never done this we're not prepped we're not ready we're not anything we have no idea what to expect yeah, the one thing i'd say about these plates i mean
1: they're really nice so jason did an awesome job thank you for that um and in all i guess it's more of a love hate relationship i look at these things and i'm thinking oh man that's really nice And know i'm carrying it thinking oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, i actually did i brought mine with me today and uh just to kind of emulate i guess what we had gone through i was carrying it from the truck to the house and uh, this really long driveway you have Uh, I really recognize that when I was carrying the weight Uh, I might have had to set it down one time which is kind (laughs) of like how it went through the uh, 12-hour but uh, yeah it was really nice of them to do that for us and if anybody's seen a picture of these things they're done really well also
0: if you've never lifted a 30-pound plate I mean granted yes there's dumbbells there's barbells 30 pounds is one thing but 30 pounds is another thing when you have to carry that for a long period of time. It is not the same as spending 20 minutes at the gym, curling a few reps, and you're like, okay, I'm good. No, it's not that at all. 30 pounds for many hours, doing a lot of exercise, exertion, and trying to carry this thing is not something that uh, I'd wanna do every single day (laughs) at all.
1: And if it stayed 30 pounds, maybe I would've gone a little more than five hours. (laughs) I think we ended up at one point carrying, what was it, about 145 pounds for distance?
0: Yeah, well, uh, I know we got into, it was a sandbag at 40 pounds, a. What was it, a Spartan pancake at 50 or 60 pounds. Hey, I'm calling it 60. Yeah. Boy, that thing was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah, well, it was also wet. So even if it was 50, you got an extra 10 pounds of water. Um, and then we had a ruck sack on our, the uh, or the ruck plate in the ruck sack. So yeah, that's about 120, 130, 140 pounds. That's not fun. It was not fun. Okay. But I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so early morning, we show up and... Everybody's standing outside. You know, the Spartan races, there's probably thousands of people over the weekend that do these things. But for someone that does the Hurricane Heat or the Hurricane Heat 12, it's hundreds. Or actually, Hurricane Heat was hundred and something, like 120. The Hurricane Heat 12 hour was 57, I believe, that did this. And so understand that when it comes to this, this is going to the next level. This is like the elite when it comes to endurance and events. You don't do this if you have only done a sprint. <clears throat> oh my um, God! <laughs> <laughs> which so happens to be what happened. <laughs> oh well, it was a it was a
1: great experience, like I said. So hey, and I figured maybe I could do something. Like I said, I'm I'm not uh, terribly out of shape. Um, I, again, I put more probably into like running endurance more so than strength, but yeah, I figured
0: why not. Mind over matter. I, I That was my hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we get started. Early morning, it's dark, and we have our headlamps on. We have all these vests on to make us look shiny and colorful at night. Um, and the first thing that Cookie decides to make us do was duct tape our hands behind our back and do what I guess you would call a... Uh, what um, no handed burpee no arm burpees no arm oh, burpees yeah. or something like that so our hands are behind our back we had to lay on our back so this, again it's not the standard burpees you use your hands jump down to your you know hit the chest back up and do a clap your hands are duct taped behind your back you're laying on the ground the first thing you do is you roll over onto your chest then you roll back onto your back and then you have to find any creative way to get yourself on your feet to do a hop and we had to do a hundred of these and it's fun, it's cold. I actually, out of every single thing, I thought that was probably the coolest way to start the day because I've never done that before. And uh, talk about just testing yourself because if you've never done any type of thing, one, trying to tape yourself. It was easy for Brian to tape me because he had both hands and he was able to tape both my hands behind my back but then we had to, I was trying to tape his hands with my hands already taped so yeah i was like at, i'll just hold this here and make yeah. it look like I'm doing." We, we were able to get his hand around or tape around one of the wrists and then for whatever reason i could not seem to get a good wrap around both hands behind his back so i ended up just wrapping his whole arms to his back and going around his body a few times and i think it hopefully it held up enough but it's um it made for an interesting experience right from the start yes. i think
1: see i think you left out a whole fun part where we had just arrived at the uh, event and we had to walk
0: with all of our gear. Oh, it seemed yeah, like a, a mile close, just to even get mi- to the a, event. Actually a mile and a half I think is what it was, wasn't it? Oh gosh, at it least. felt like it. Yeah, it's at the horse park in Atlanta and where you had to park, It's a, I, if it wasn't a mile it seemed like a mile and you're having to carry the rucksack, the ruck plate, a bucket that you get from Home Depot or somewhere, a five foot piece of two by four, and uh, a sandbag that we that had 40 pounds. So carrying all this early morning, right from the start, just to get to the event, that sucked. Yes. <laughs> that was a man. workout in itself. Oh, well, it was nice there, too. We got
1: to walk with uh, a guy from North Carolina, Chris, who was in there. He was Air Force. Um, I think so. Medic. Medic, yeah. 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 That's right. And uh, man, he was a tough guy. He, I think he, he finished. Yeah, he did. And. Um, so it was it was cool talking to him on the way down. I guess that lessened the pain a little bit. I guess talking with some other people, but
0: that was a long walk. That actually surprised me too when he said that he's never done anything like this before. Even with what his military background, yeah. that, that's not that means not every single type of uh, field of in the side of the military they do these type of things for. I guess it depends on what you're going for. But he's never done anyone anything like this, so obviously not every single type of military person has experienced this type of event. And he said, "What I guess he'd done ultra running, which is about
1: thirty-two miles at that point." Yeah. But like I said, nothing with this kind of weight. So he said that I was like, "Oh man, this is like a you know camaraderie. Like this is a good kind of guy. that's like done things I've done. It's like oh, if he's here and he can, do, he thinks he can do it. Maybe I've got a shot." Yeah. But um, but yeah, that was cool getting to know everybody and. Yeah, i think you tried to pawn your weight off on a couple people on the way down though
0: yes a few <laughs> times i kept saying that one of the things for them for to get their medals these are people just doing the standard running um that they need to carry our stuff to the event and surprisingly enough if two people said that they would um i never did i give them i think they took it for like maybe 10 feet like yeah gave it back something, or something. like that <laughs> it was the bucket with the weight yeah had the sand back in there they took it for a second and then they were done but that was fun but yeah so we we did the burpees and right when we were done i think we actually went back to our bags to get broke like undo the tape had to undo the tape and then go get our sand bags that's right and then we come back to the center we were in a center field and well, we started-
1: i have to give you credit though because instead of using sand because I, I thought we were all going to be jumping through water and everything as soon as we started but instead of doing sand i guess we got what was it gravel
0: from a water yeah it was fish tank gravel
1: yes which ended up being well i guess we didn't end up needing it but at the same time <laughs> if that sand had gotten wet we'd have had more of an issue but yep. uh
0: but yeah so that was a good call on that part someone made a comment of that went there it was expensive i mean for two 40 bag or 40 pound sandbags like 60 something dollars and so that's pretty pricey if you think about it but i figured it's not going to collect absorb water it's going to help keep the weight down if we were getting wet and um luckily we didn't get wet and uh i was even able to return it so that was kind of nice mm-hmm. but um yeah we got the bags went back to the main center and then we started doing grueling for at least an hour or two of just pt from hell yeah what
1: did they what did he liken it to like a thousand yeah, some military thousand or uh we
0: totaled up a thousand of something uh it was from burpees to, uh, lunges, lunges, push to,
1: ups, sit ups, bucket dips, um, little cross jumps, uh, and uh, something we um,
0: <laughs> something called a monkey humper, I guess. Just to yeah, depending on who uh, who you're, you're speaking d- to. But <laughs> he Cookie formally said monkey humper but really another way of not hump or something else. I won't say it online or over the air, but uh, yeah, monkey humper. <laughs> and maybe I can get uh, Brian to re- show that and I'll put that on the, the web. Oh God, no, yeah. I already did enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was fun. It, all those, the, the workouts that they put us through, it was not like a normal workout. I mean, you've never done, a, you go to the gym, you go to anything, 30 40 50 minutes maybe an hour and a half at most but that's you have rest in between and this was not that oh, this was constant
1: it's like if if any break was had is between each one of these things we got to run 400 meters come back and start over again yeah
0: <laughs> that was just to make it spicy because yeah that was cookies you're welcome that yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah, and uh Sure enough, the first thing after the very first run, they um, some I'm not going to name. I don't remember who it was, but oh, God. we had uh we were told to run to the cargo net. Now, uh, you normally would climb up and down, but he Cookie just said run to it and come back. Somehow through the group effort, we've all decided that he wanted us to run up the net and run down the net, climb up and climb down, and then run back as a group, and that was not the case, and um. You don't ask questions. When he sells you to do something, you just do it and don't mess up. Or you're gonna pay for it. And you're, yeah, you'll pay for it. And we paid for it because he just made us do more workouts because of the pain. Thank you whoever that was. Yes, but yeah, group effort, group fail, we all did it together. But after multiple, multiple painful workouts, we get into, which I'll, I'll throw a clip here uh, when I go into the editing part, but uh, we did two different types of music workouts one from ACDC, and it was called... Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck.
1: You got it, coach. Woo!
0: And we so, were doing burpees.
1: Yes, yeah. and everyone who knows uh, that song well knows how often you say thunder or thunderstruck. So at each given point that they said that,
0: we had to do a burpee. Yep, multiple burpees. And this is after we've done already over an hour's worth of workouts and multiple burpees in multiple forms. Our bodies thrashed, our muscles are already tired, and uh, now we have to do more burpees with music. <laughs> and um, after we finished that one, he decided to Cookie wanted to be nice and give us a a good warm welcoming of a song called Sally Come Up, or what is it called? Not Sally Come Up. Uh, bring Sally Up, I guess. Yeah, Sally Bring Sally up. up, Bring Sally Down. And I'll add the clip here in a second.
1: Bring Sally Up and Bring Sally Down.
0: you've ever done the workouts with this you'll never think of the same song again and enjoy it you'll have the pain i I, I think he introduced
1: it as let me introduce you to
0: my girlfriend that's right (laughs) and i think afterwards we're all just thinking oh what a mm, yeah 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 fill in the blank (laughs) you can just imagine what that word would be the sally that (laughs) um
1: (laughs) but yeah that was that was pretty tough I, i guess at that point we were what two hours in yeah at least and at least uh, two hours in after all the lunges and push-ups and everything we've done it was i was starting to feel pretty good
0: woken up i mean oh, our yeah, muscles sure. are woken we're fired up ready to go we've got some music a whole bunch of stuff happening the day's warming up as well and uh now the day started. i mean we've gone through the pt and now it's getting into the very first event which was where well, the first time cap our time hack and it happened to be we had to run the course Run the entire sprint course with the rucksack, 30 pounds. I guess you would say with the pack itself is it probably 37 pounds because yeah. the water and, the and all food. your
1: food, yeah, you have in there. I think what didn't you weigh yours at about 45 something like that? Yeah. So, but I think you threw some out before you like you were a smart one yeah.
0: you're technically supposed to carry everything so sh- oh okay oops yeah hey, we got editing here right no I uh, so it took us I think about an hour and 30 minutes hour and something to I don't know, whatever it was hour and 30 minutes to walk the course and with purpose because we had a time hack and A time hack itself, uh, if you've read the podcast or the post that I wrote, basically what I got from that was is that you need to either go and do something, pick something up, find something, or whatever it might be, and come back within a certain time frame, or you are DNF, and that means disqualified. Wow, do not finish. Do not finish, there you go. And um, So we don't know what the time limit is. We just know that we have to make it back in time. So the whole purpose is to move with purpose. You have your rucksack. We're going all the way through the event. And surprisingly enough, I was, I was surprised that we were able to get through this so fairly quickly because the people were running the actual obstacle course and they're doing an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, so different, some people even walking with nothing running the course and still taking over two hours. We didn't do any of the obstacles except two of them, which were fun, but still walking with the rucksack through this and being back, not knowing the time cap, I think we finished, what, 30 minutes? To hour and a half. It was a little more than an
1: hour and a half because I, I think we we jumped over the fire or yeah. <laughs> got close to that about an hour and a half and then I think back to where we were stationed was another just, I don't know, five minutes or so just to get over there. so yeah.
0: By the time we got back, we had, I do think we had about 30 minutes before the next time because we had to wait until everybody finishes. So if you were very physically fit you could handle the weight, and you moved faster than everybody. You got there first, you probably had 45 minutes, potentially even an hour of rest. And the longer it took you to get in there required, um, or gave you less time to rest, because you had to wait until everybody finished, or if you did not make it back, we still had to wait until everybody came back, even if they missed a the time hack, which a few people did, and a few people gave up before we even got to that. I forgot to even mention that. Before we even did the very first event, uh, at, during the PT we had a, quite a few drop out they didn't mm-hmm. make it through and so that just tells you alone how hard the PT first was and then getting into the actual first time hack we had a few people just gave up uh, and a few try to make it in time but they just didn't make it in fact Ali, I believe was one of the few that uh, the first time hack she, she had missed because she was helping someone uh, she decided not to run for herself she was helping someone else and that, that defeated her time but um yeah that was i like that
1: though i like that she yeah. went back and and it, you know because even before we went it seemed like this was something that we're all doing together mm-hmm. and you know the whole idea of you know no man left behind and uh we, we might get into that more later i know i had a a couple moments uh with that but dark moments, uh, moments yeah, yeah dark <laughs> very um but that was really great of her to do that and uh, I know it cost her but you know that's props to her for
0: mm-hmm. for doing that she was trying to go at become more of a leader and uh took a lead role in it 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 didn't work well for her at that particular time but that took a lot of courage but um so we we finished that one and through this event we had multiple time hacks Mo- and each time it required uh another toolkit that we had to carry something and or find something and it got heavier, it got harder, and that's when the struggle started happening. Um, Cookie said that in the event, his goal is that he knows he does well when everyone finds that dark place at least once. And that happens. If it doesn't happen, something's wrong with you. <laughs> I mean the I, I hit it many times and um, i'm sure you hit it as well oh yeah i remember it clearly it's the conversation
1: you start to have with yourself and the doubts and the Mm -hmm. everything you just you're
0: fighting yeah you're not even fighting with someone else you're fighting yourself and it's not if no one's ever been in a dark place before your entire life it doesn't matter what it is you don't have to be physically struggling but the thought of can you do something why am i doing this you are I just I should give up. What's the purpose? You're, all these things going through your mind. It's that right there is the battle of the mind, and that's the dark place. That's when you can get past that. That's where amazing things happen. But getting past that, that's the hardest part. And um, I mean, when do you felt like that? You started hitting that in the actual event. When was that?
1: Oh, um, it wasn't long after we uh, got into our next time uh, timed section. Um, I guess we had to grab our rucksack and a two x four, and we hiked in about. Um, it wasn't the course. It wasn't the same course again. We we I guess took just a little different route. But um, all of a sudden, we, we walked about halfway, which I believe was probably about eh, probably a mile or so. Um, to walk in, walk through the woods, go go up a nice hill, um, come back down and find a sandbag station. And there was a lot of different ideas going on about the best way to carry the bags, and and you know if you were going to work as a team or just you know you as yourself just going to try to carry this 60-pound bag uh, back to our our base camp, I guess is what you'd call it. That's right. Um, and, I, you know, I was one of the last few to kind of get in. I, I know there was a few people behind me, but when I got there, everyone seemed to be getting their bag together and coming up with, you know, the
0: different ways of carrying it. And so I was Which, like, okay. Before we go further, what what was it that they were using? It was It was duct tape, right? Yeah, it was duct tape. Very creative ways of using duct tape. And that's of people say, you know, if you can't fix something, duck it. Well, duct tape also could be used to make anything, makeshift, anything you could possibly think of. And so and they, one of the main things we needed in our gear list was two rolls of duct tape, and it became very useful.
1: Yes, it was very clear uh, after a while uh, that, yeah, we needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, uh, the. I think most people either carried it by themselves or they had uh two of them two people got together and they duct taped both of their bags on uh on their two by fours with just enough room to prop them up on their shoulders mm-hmm. and single file walk it out and uh it seemed really good and actually at one point um i did try it after i tried to heave it you know with just myself uh for a good distance and uh I found with that, with the 30 pounds and that 60 pounds, um, like I, I was haunched over. Um, the way it was sitting on me, my, my my spine just felt like it was compressing. And this is when I started to get get to that dark spot. I was like, oh my gosh, these most of these guys are way up ahead of me. There's no way I'm gonna finish this in time. Like I, I had to put my bag down uh, once or twice, and you know I saw like maybe three or four people behind me who were struggling as well, um, but I'm just sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I can't do this by myself. There's, there's just no way. Um, and so I saw a guy named Jeff uh, was behind me. I, I guess he's done a couple of these before, um, but I, I can't remember if, uh, what had happened. He was hurt or something. But anyway, I said, hey, let's try this. Let's duct tape the things and you know put the you know walk single file put these two by fours on our shoulders and just hike hike out of this thing it's like we can do it and we're about the same height he mentioned that he tried it earlier with somebody else who wasn't the same height so obviously someone's taking on most of the weight. most of the weight so yeah. that that wasn't gonna fly um, but we did we started going and I, I hope I didn't slow him down too bad because uh, i know i think i was the governor <laughs> i was the one that was falling. i was like oh man i gotta put it down and and sometimes it wasn't just the weight it was uh, I was like man i wish i'd had some pads or something because these Two by fours are just digging into your mm-hmm. traps and your shoulders.
0: And then again, didn't help that you are carrying the 30 pound ruck sack because you had the 30 pound weight in the back on top of all this. Oh,
1: exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm, and just for kicks, I'm going to keep calling it 40 plus because <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> it right. wasn't
1: just 30. I was like, oh you man. a
0: watery header, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to make myself feel better in this case, maybe. So you were basically carrying 100 pounds mm-hmm. with the wood, and but because you split the weight up, technically, it's not really splitting, you're, you're almost adding extra even though it is considered split because both of you are taking it together but when you add that extra weight you are combining both. Yes. And so one person is gonna end up taking most of the weight no matter what, it just it happens. There's no way to make it perfect unless it was completely centered in uh, the pivot between each other.
1: And, and that was probably the hardest part. I think what everyone lo- was looking for was a stability and how to carry it. Yeah. Because when you just throw it on your back, there's nothing really holding it there. Yep. Um I, I, g- I guess with that. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, it's trying to slide left, slide right, it's not staying on you
0: keep having to readjust. And I was doing a, a hop almost every I didn't I was doing that same step. I initially someone asked if we should duct take it together and I was like, you know, that's a really good idea. And there's something in me, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna hoof it out myself and I threw it on the back, the sixty pound pancake on top of my pack. On my back, and that it was not very it wasn't good. I mean, every few steps, I'm literally hopping because it's either sliding left or sliding right, and I'm having to hop to get it back on the center. So I'm using more energy. I think I was putting too much pressure on my back because I'm not just dis- equally distributing around. And I guess you could say I wasn't being creative and trying to get this done. Uh, in a more effective way. I just brute force pushed it out. Um, yeah, which worked, but uh, it was very taxing on me.
1: Yeah, I, and I I, I like, uh, I, I was trying to find a way, I was trying to use my brain. I was like, there's gotta be something better. <laughs> gotta be something better. I, of course I'd, I couldn't figure it out. If someone
0: knows, please you know, let me know. <laughs> some of the things I saw, um, people made almost suitcases. it seemed like they they duct taped the sandbag. Some had a sandbag, some had the the pancake, the Spartan pancake. but they would duct tape either like a chest shoulder plate where they would wrap it around where they put their arms between the duct tape so it looked like they were using a suitcase handle and putting their hands between it. Uh, some actually duct taped it to their chest. Some people duct taped it to the wood. Uh, some people try to drag it um, with an extension cord or something behind them. I don't think that was more effective because even though it took the weight off their body, they had the resistance because it was dragging on the ground. But again, it was creative. It was thinking yeah. outside the box of just, I'm just gonna carry this thing. Um, I like that. I mean, it's good to see what people come up with. I mean, mm-hmm.
1: it's it's interesting you know, innovative. stuff. Yeah. places you, I guess, never
0: really get the chance to go Um, there's um there was a girl she was like 15 years old and uh i'll get her name and i'll add it to the blog post but she i think was probably one of the creative most creative one and what she did was she would leapfrog she would go 100 yards and carry both the weight and drop one and go an extra 100 uh, yards, drop either her pack, go back and get the weight, go uh, towards her uh, pack and pass it again an extra 100 yards, drop the weight, go get her pack. She'd literally leapfrog, so she's not carrying everything all at once, just a short period of time. Um, it added time because constantly going back and forth, but when you think about you know, the energy with effort she really wasn't putting so much energy trying to carry all this weight. She was leapfrogging. No one else did that, yet it was working. And I give her a lot of credit because she went through all this. And on top of that, this was the 12-hour heat. She already has done the the full sprint run on Saturday. She did the hurricane heat the Saturday night, and she was doing the hurricane heat 12-hour Sunday. So she was a beast. She was,
1: that, yeah. that's, that's amazing strength and just that leapfrogging technique there's a lot of mental fortitude because you are you're, you're so worried about time i think that's what maybe that was just me but i just got caught up on the time. It's like oh no i'm not going to make it back i'm not going to make it back and the fact that she was willing to take that time to go back grab this run for it i mean and she, i mean how many iterations of that you got to do to go at least a, a mile and a half or whatever and she she made it happen
0: mm-hmm. it was incredible it was you got to see some very innovative ideas, and you got to see people struggling, doing exactly what you're doing, and that right there is the first stage of why I think I wanted to do something like this. I wanted to see how I would handle if I fail, and uh, if I can handle it. What, why I would fail? What would break me? Um, and that was the first stage. I would say that was probably the very even though we did the first um, running the course with the rucksack which was hard but it was fun um, this one was I think the first test moment of is this something we really want to do and um, I enjoyed it though we both got through it
1: well that part uh, I didn't get through you you made that one um, because that was the one right after where I was finished finishing up basically Cause you do you like you said you kind of find out where you were lacking. Um, if if something's gonna make you stop, what was it? Where and uh, mine ended up being just physical strength. Like yeah. I, I had the stamina. It's like I could have kept going, kept going. If I didn't have any weight, I, I'd been good. I could go all day. But just that that extra weight and everything just weighing down on you. And I like I said, my back felt like it was compressing. I, I didn't want to hurt myself. You know, going forward and uh the, here here it is here's the mental thing the, the justifications of the arguments you have with yourself like oh man i i can't i can't but um and i had hit those like i said when we were carrying the two boards and the um uh and the sandbags and uh and th- that was a point where actually uh, you came back and got me
0: <laughs> yeah I-, I wasn't sure how much the the cookie was not letting people even when we finished he was not letting us know how much time we had left. Uh, we had potentially an hour, I just didn't know. And so I dropped everything and I ran back. I was trying to see if who was left. I knew that you weren't back yet so I wanted to see if I could help. Um, it took uh, a little ways. When I finally got to where both of you were at, you and, I forgot his name, Jeff, Jeff, and decided if I could just help out in any way I could to help get both of you out there.
1: And he did grab
0: my pack
1: and uh, I think both of our boards and I was able to carry a sandbag and everything and we and we finished I I I thought for sure I missed the time (laughs) oh my gosh
0: we get to the end and and he's like you made it (laughs) in your face (laughs) when I looked at your face you're like you were excited but almost dead inside like I can't believe it
1: (laughs) I can't even imagine what that look was (laughs) but uh you know part of me I know I just kind of want to say this too but you know I was really happy to see you come back because you know Jeff and I were talking as we're walking like man you know i thought this is like no no person left behind and man it'd be great if someone you know came back and helped and, and there you were but part of me was like damn i really don't want to see him i want to finish this on my own <laughs> oh because you know it's it's good to have help but at the same time you just you want that for yourself you want yeah. that feeling of accomplishment like i didn't need anybody i could do this and uh but at the same time i was really really grateful for it um because that, that did it got me onto the next next thing. I think I think most people are like that. They want to be able to be self-sustaining, just make it happen on their own and whatever. But sometimes it's okay to get
0: some help. And uh, in this case, I was very happy to have it. <laughs> yeah, we got through it. And um, that we both meet the time hack, and then um, I believe we were at the about five hour mark at that point, weren't we? Yes, yes, I know this this mark very well. Yeah, (laughs) Um, we didn't get much of a break. I mean, they immediately threw us right back into the mix, and this time was, uh, we didn't know exactly what to do. We just knew we had to go back to where we got the actual plate, the the pancake. But this time we had to carry the pancake, the wood, our rucksack, the ruck plate, and the 40-pound sandbag that we had to bring ourselves. So this is right when we first hit the 100 and... 40 pounds yeah. to, to go redo what we just did with extra weight. Well, with the nice caveat
1: being, once you get halfway through and back to where we picked up the bag before, you get to throw off all of the weight. So you get to lose both the yep. sandbags and the two by four. Yeah.
0: So how enticing is that? <laughs> it, was, it was great. But man, it was not fun picking up that weight. The moment you had all that weight and you're like, how the heck are we going to carry this? I mean, one, trying to figure out how to carry just the sandbag or the, the pancake, that was rough. And now having to do that and the sandbag. Um, I mean, I threw mine in the back of my bag, adding 80-something pounds, 90-something pounds in my back, and then adding the, sand, the, uh, the pancake on the wood, trying to carry that by itself. I was crying inside. I was literally crying because it was. I was so gonna much say muddy. you look like you're doing pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> what you saw was not what I was feeling on the inside. That was that was probably my very first uh, dark place. Uh, but that's where I think we kind of broke off at that point.
1: Yeah, so. I had uh, I had duct taped my uh, bag to the two by four, and I had thrown my other sandbag in my pack, and um, just getting the pack up off the ground and just to start moving and then grab the two by four with the other, uh, I guess you keep calling it a pancake. I get it's the a Spartan right. pancake. Yeah. Right. Which I think you took a couple home as souvenirs. I did. <laughs> they let us. I took it. <laughs> just to remind you of the better times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I started, and um, I think, you know, Travis and I, we kind of started going at the same time. I think he was trying to check up on me, make sure I was still moving. But um, I, I got about... I don't know what 10 yards away from where we were starting and it just the taxing section that I had just had before and just I I felt all my strength just being sapped. And like I said I was feeling pain and you know you, you your mind is playing tricks on you and the things that you can go through and not. And I just I dropped everything and just sat there for a minute. And just kind of watched what other people were doing thinking is there a better way to do this is there something I can do to get through this section. And it just, I i, I couldn't find it.
0: What, um, what was it that, what was the decision? Like what made you decide?
1: I think it was, I, I, I kept having the time in the back of my head and thinking about how far I had to go and the weight that I had to carry, the pure weight, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I had two weeks to get ready for this event. <laughs> um, thank you, Travis. <laughs> yeah, um, and, uh, and so, and it's not like I trained up to the date. I actually had a friend of mine who was leaving town, and uh, I spent uh, all my time with them before they actually uh, moved back to Europe and uh, I think maybe two days before I just went on a run no weight you know I I I didn't know what to expect with all the weight we were carrying and uh, and I've been in the gym a little bit but nothing it is not CrossFit it's not it's just little weight lifting here and there and like you said you know you can pick up a weight 10 times and do it and put it down and you're good to go but when you pick up that weight and you have gotta march it in like a, a mile mile and a half and and you know non-stop because as soon as you stop you lose your momentum and then your mind is just like oh my gosh am I gonna do this and and so I'm just sitting there thinking about this I didn't have the time to train like I should have the first time I think I've gone in an event like this and not trained uh, well but I still wanted to do it still wanted the experience and um, like I say you find out about yourself you you get um, I guess how would you say just you know, you, you're learning, you're growing, you're 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 seeing where your deficiencies are, even if it's in the mind or the body. Me right now, I'm more interested in the mind. Um, but uh, it was, and it was just that point where I knew I, there was just no way I, I was going to hurt myself. Um, I wanted to still be able to function uh, throughout the next week or so, which ended up not being the case because I was so sore.
0: <laughs> oh my Gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I I don't know how you you got through. You seem to bounce back a little quicker than I did, but uh, I mean... Epsom salt. Oh, my God. Well, Hey, I tried it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got Epsom salt baths. Uh, I'm stretching. um, I'm walking around. Everybody knows what it feels like when you've been, I guess, squats, leg days, where you're just pushing and giving it all you got, and then the next day you're walking around like a... I, I don't know,
0: what would you say? Uh, <laughs> I would say the best Bo way to explain it would be um, from the movie uh, that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in and he was high as can be, not in the same situation, but if you remember, I can't remember if you remember the movie of it, but he was trying to go from the house to his Lamborghini and they have plenty oh, the of Wolf memes. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street and He's literally trying, crawling on the ground, trying to get to the Lamborghini. That's what it was like. That's what you feel like the next day. But uh, yeah, yeah, and then
1: the realizations the next day after what he did. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a, that's a good
0: example. I like that. Well, you know, thinking about the idea of what you were carrying. It's not weight. Yes, we had the weight, we had the rucksack, we had the sandbags. But if you combine all that together that's a human being and the idea of no land man left behind is you are literally carrying a person from point A to point B and you have to make it or you don't, both of you don't make it. Exactly. So even though it's just you there, it's you carrying something and like you were saying that there was a point where you just, you felt like you couldn't go any further but it wasn't that you just gave up and kept going. You didn't just go to the other end and left that bag and the sack and everything there like I'm not carrying it you stayed there because it was done. You were done and you couldn't carry him, the person, because that's really what it was like. Yeah. Uh, any I'll fr- be
1: a very short person, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still the fact was
0: that it, the idea of being a person, I mean, you were there and, and it was either both of you or none of you. Yes. And that's the the concept of no limp man left behind. You went all the way to where you couldn't even go any further.
1: And, and that was a beautiful thing too. Uh, when I was coming to that decision, and um way well, yeah, i cookie was still
0: hanging around the uh you know cuz that's where he stays while everybody's running uh, yeah he had the easy job Yeah, <laughs> tell us what to do and sit back and we'll see <laughs> us suffer don't tell him that <laughs>
1: okay cookie if you hear this and i'm ever in you know one of your events again that did not come from me <laughs> but um now when i'm sitting there he actually he came up and we we started talking for a second and that's when i let him know i was stopping and i told him i said look you know this is you know, I, I'm not finishing, but it's something to see what our military goes through. And mm-hmm. and he he started telling me, um, you know, story, he, he, of course he agreed wholeheartedly, uh, but he was starting to tell me about these guys in the military and what they do. It's like, yeah, imagine what you're doing. They've got their packs, their full gear. You know, if somebody's down, they have to get that person out. And so all of a sudden you've got this extra person on you. You're getting shot at, mm-hmm. and you just got to keep moving. I mean, it, it was just a an, an epic realization of of what you know our military trains for and goes through. I mean, we just got I, I just got a small taste of it five hours, um, but that that was just um, that was good to hear and good to understand. Um, that on the flip side he was really nice in saying two military guys came in I guess so many weeks before and they didn't finish Uh, (laughs) yeah I guess he was trying to make me feel a little
0: better but there um, there are people there are people there in the military that they don't finish things like this this is a tough race this is a tough event it's not even a race it's an endurance challenge of yourself and some aren't cut out for it it doesn't matter not every person is capable even people that train all the time, it comes down to mind over matter, weight versus energy exertion. I mean, there's so much involved, Um, but knowing where you're at, you made a decision not because you felt like, I'm done, I give up. You made a decision because you gave it every single thing and you made a a choice to stop because you gave everything you had. You didn't just like, eh, I did as good as I did, and I'm I'm good with it. I and mean, you you no went to, no not at all. It was I mean, a brick you, wall. You, you did I mean because
1: you you you're there to challenge yourself. It is a mm-hmm. challenge, and and you see all these other guys, and you don't want to be the guy that's that's giving up. Yeah. You know these, these guys are you know working hard, and you know you can see it in their eyes, and they're pushing forward, and and yeah, you just don't want to be that guy that gives up. I mean, it's not like you. I just sat there and was like, okay, I, that's it. I'm done. I I mean you you're trying to push your mind, you're trying to push your body and I just came to the realization that my body was going to give out a lot sooner than I had hoped. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was something else. Heck of an experience, a challenge.
0: Well, that was the same um that was where I hit my first dark moment and I became part pretty much in the very back of the the group. I mean, people were flying through some were and some were struggling and you can tell as we're slowly by slowly and what i mean by how slow i was going think about i have a uh, think of a a shoe shoe, june you take one step is this a muddy shoe yeah the muddy shoe (laughs) (laughs) but so normally if you are take you're walking you're taking like a um, was it three foot stride two and a half three foot depending on if you depending on how fast you're moving well when you have all this weight and you're trying to go uphill downhill I was literally making 20 steps, putting down my bag, picking it up, taking 20 steps, putting down everything and struggling. And when I'm making steps, my feet were not passing each other's foot. So really, it's taking me forever to complete through this. There was to the point where I hit my darkest moments. I'm literally telling myself, why am I doing this? I can't do this. This is too much weight. Why did I sign up for this? This is so freaking stupid. <laughs> I'm never gonna do a gogi if I can't get through this. And even the thought of I'm a failure, I mean I had gotten so so deep in my brain, but I had to keep pushing through, keep pushing through. My legs started locking up and that added more pressure to it because even though I got down to the spot where I can release the weights, my my calf muscles, they locked up and I had to take really go not only with the pain that I was having already, having to work through the pain, through my leg, my cast being locked up and slowly taking even steps without its, um, you know, where you can't even move the ankles. But I made it all the way through, luckily, (laughs) Um, God willingly, there you go. I made it through all the way to the finish and I was in within the time cap, uh, time hack. Uh, And there happened to be a guy there that had uh, mustard seed. Ah, your new best friend. My new best friend. I will never leave any, or do any type of race, any type of endurance event without muster packets because I've never seen uh, anything that fast react to my, uh, the calves. My calf muscles were locked up. I could not move my feet when I, was, I got to the finish. And I took just one packet within less than a minute. My full body, was I was able to move, I was limber, loose, and able to do burpees. We had to do 50 burpees. That was when we had to do 50 burpees because there were some stragglers that were not making it in time. And uh, Cookie said, well, we don't want them to fit quit. So either we can do all 50 burpees, everybody as a group and give them the time or screw them and they have to be done. So we all got up and did burpees. If I didn't have that mustard seed, I would have been done because I could not move my legs. I could not move my, uh, my calves. Um, and that happened three more times and each event, each time hack that he gave us, it got harder and harder. And it was about 100 yards in before I got close to the finish, my, my calves locked up again. And luckily enough, I had mustard packets that I was able to keep using to help get through because if it wasn't for that, I would have been done. I literally could not move my calf muscles. And I prayed as much as I could. I screamed, I cussed, I did everything you could think of to break through the pain to make it to the end so I could get another mustard packet just so I could loosen it back up. <laughs> But um, Please God, more mustard. Yes. <laughs> I'll never leave home without it. But um, it was an event. I mean, going all the way through, breaking through three more times or three times I hit the dark place and finding a way to break through it. And it's pain. It's struggling through it. But I did. And um, it, it was amazing. Uh, both of us had, I, I really felt we both earned this. Even though, we both didn't get to finish together. We both earned it because we earned something that, there's, there's no patch, there's no uh, shirt, there's no little medal that could give you what you've got internally. You earned something about yourself. And that, when you take away that, that was more meaningful than any type of A reward, a thing you can show to someone else, even though I am wearing my shirt. Yeah, he's
1: got the um, shirt. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wearing
0: the shirt right now that says Hurricane Heat 12 hour. Did you
1: uh, find out why they don't have the American flag patch on the shoulder on that one for some reason? No,
0: actually, I have not. Um, Cookie, if you happen to be listening to this, I'd love to know the reason why we don't have a patch on these, yet the uh, Sprint Super and Beast do. Um, but I didn't. I'm not the one that made that question up. So if we're all back at another event, don't blame that on me or the group. Blame it on Brian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, the you can't take away anything other than just what you earned yourself and pushing yourself to the max and finding out what you're truly capable of doing. Mm-hmm. What you need to work on is means more than anything
1: yeah and and y'all take this uh i mean it it is the experience it is the challenge you are finding things out about yourself and i I guess um you know when you look at it a certain way yeah we we saw a ton of people going through the sprint course i know there's a lot of people who've done uh the beast and the super but this is something like you said what 57 people did this Mm -hmm. and maybe what how many people finished you think
0: we are. We were surprisingly a high group um, in the 30s. Like I think either 28 or 32, something in that number uh, finished. It's still strong. It's a good showing for the southeast. <clears throat> yeah. But um, really, even
1: if you didn't make it, it's it's. Uh, of course, I say this. I'm the one that didn't make it. Um, but you, you're part of an elite group that of people who have tried something that will put you out of your comfort zone. That'll mm-hmm. And just force you to for introspection and and problem solving, and I mean, it's just there's not many people that do it. To say you've even attempted uh, to try it, I mean, you're you're within a certain group of people
0: that um, you know are willing to push themselves and try. We both went through what I think is probably the hardest thing we've ever done, and uh, when I we got through the end, we had this. A simple thing that uh, I wouldn't say simple. Um, we had these numbers they gave us throughout the process, and we had to create a formula number. And um, if we were able to show the, how this formula worked, we passed. And after getting all that done, um, we got to have our shirt. We get to have our little wedge, and we're done. You know, we get to go home. But when you go home, is the part where everything you've done. Even if the twelve hours, you know, six hours, two hours, whenever it was the point that someone finished, that's when you have to start reflecting on everything that you went through, uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. And I mean, when you think about, if you if you can recall, Brian, looking at what you experienced the time that you were there, what you felt you wanted to do, what you felt you did do, and what you think you took away from it moving forward. Well,
1: I definitely know something I wish I had done. You know, after realizing, uh, after seeing you when you actually came back and helped me get through that one section, I started realizing what it was to be in that dark place and like you know, and the times coming and and somehow I've got to work through. And um, but to have that help was, like I said, great. And as a love hate relationship there with it, (laughs) but. I started thinking about those who didn't make it in the previous um, time trial or time cutoff. Time hack. time hack. And um, I started thinking, man, I, I had something left. I, I, I wish I had gone back and done for them you know what you had done for me. and uh, because I know what that feeling was like when the weight was li- quite literally taken off my shoulders. And um, so, yeah, you know, just for something in me that uh, I'm the kind of people that person, you know, and I think we all are at heart. We we want to help people, and yep. to achieve their goals, to uh, you know, to keep moving forward. Um, we don't like to see people in pain and hurting. Um, Unless but, you're cookie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Quite yes, that is very true. <laughs> But he wanted us there. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's trying to get us there, so we will learn, so we will know what the dark place is and how to how to work through it and get out of it. But uh, yeah, that was the one thing I wish I had done, um, and uh, which is why I have so much respect for what Allie was doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, but yeah, um, what I took out away from this, obviously, I know I probably need to get back in the gym a little more uh, with lifting weights, uh, but mentally. You know, it's 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 finding. I guess what you're. I don't know how to say. It. I guess the
0: limits, um, and wanting to push them. I, I'm not. Your limit was just the weight. It, it was. wasn't. It wasn't mental. It wasn't. I guess you can say kind of physical, but you had the physical ability to keep moving. The weight load is all it was, and all that is is like you're saying back in the gym. It's just training your body to support that type of load it's not something you like well I can just force my brain to feel no pain and keep moving if you physically can't carry it it's not gonna move and no matter how hard you want to so the only thought or the only thing that killed you from that point was just the weight. you had no ability to carry that any further yeah your mind still wanted to go you didn't give up on your mind you had the energy You just didn't have the physical strength to hold that weight load doing this type of activity. That's all it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I've, like I said, I've I've done Ironman, like half Ironman, and on that regard, which is you know, still a good distance, and and you do you feel pain, but you're not carrying that weight, and you know you can work through it, and uh, your mind does kind of take you in different places, but um, but yeah, this
0: this weight was definitely probably what caught me. And here's the thing. I've been doing CrossFit for, I guess, almost a year now and I have to say the type of workouts, the type of things we did there, the weight we're pushing, that was a big, I guess, achievement or the big uh, success part for this is that I've kind of conditioned myself to handle this type of weight, not for this extreme amount of time or the extreme amount of distance, but I've been putting my body through types of workouts that utilize the certain body parts that can handle this. And so, condition-wise, I was kind of there. Uh, A little bit more than uh, someone that had two weeks. (laughs) But, and um, so the difference, that's it. I mean, if it wasn't for CrossFit, if I was just doing standard workouts, I don't think I would've been I probably would've had just as much problem because that's not a weight. You're not normally used to carrying that type of weight. Not every person. That's doing it, unless you're in the forces or you know some sort of, you know, military or police or firefighter or something. you're doing that every day,
1: and and that's got to be a, a tremendous affirmation for what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, to see the fruit of your labor and the fact that your body can can go, you've conditioned it. You've pushed through certain boundaries to to able enable you to go further. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, hats off to you for that.
0: Thanks. What would you, you know, knowing that you didn't get to do that one element of helping someone else, you know what that means. You just now uh, solidified and it's a contract. You now have to do another event. Oh God, can we wait till I'm not sore (laughs) anymore to at least talk about it? (laughs) But but so you can now purposely complete a time hack and go back and help your fellow comrade.
1: I think it would be, um, yeah, definitely, I I, I wanna do that, I need that feeling and that's something I'm hoping to actually take into my regular life find ways to help people anyway, but um, I I definitely will probably start at a four hour. I guess well, we'll, don't say four hour. Hurricane heat. That's right. That's right. Cookie. Cookie. Cookie made a point to say it's a hurricane heat. It's not a four hour. It's but uh, before we jump into the twelve hour from a sprint. (laughs) sprint.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, when I'm thinking about what I took away, I mean, a lot. Of, pretty much everything that you were saying is right in the same line of uh, how I felt. And I don't taking away was a little bit more of a challenge for me of trying to explain. But going into it, why I wanted to, I wanted to fail, or the idea of what would happen. Could I fail? What if I did fail? What I would do? Because I've never really put myself to that type of test before, and I've had. I I would say a fairly decent life and it hasn't been too much of a struggle and even though I've had to work at certain things, I never really had to go to a point where I hit a brick wall and say, okay, I'm I'm at a part where I can't go any further but I still have to. I've never had to deal with that and uh, got a text message um, to deal with that but hitting brick walls, hitting a dark place, finding where I can actually overcome these problems and push through that was what I wanted to do and I hit that I'd never done that before and I hit it three times and knowing that I could get through those and make it out at the end was very inspiring to me it was very it was rewarding Um it's almost like I can't really put that into words how much that made an impact in my life and and it's only been a week or so since we've uh, we've done it but and who knows what's gonna happen when the next challenge in my life hits if I can fall back on those uh, points in my life when I was in this event, and could I draw through like anything from my past doing this event and help me get through whatever comes in the future? I did it there in the hurricane heat 12 hour, and if something comes up in my future, can I get through it there? You know, can I do the same thing? Can I break through whatever's you know holding me back? And I feel like I can. And it might not be great, but I feel like I can. And I think that's probably what I truly took away from this event is that no matter how bad it gets, I can really push through it. And um, that's what I took away.
1: I like that. I like that perspective because it's, you know, if you are, you're going to run into all these different hardships in your life. be like, wait a minute. I just, I was able to finish a 12-hour hurricane heat with cookie
0: cookie <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I can survive anything <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> but no that's I like that well man this was um I honestly think that we in my opinion I think we've done a really good job explaining what we've went through and anyone that's ever done the hurricane heat or the hurricane heat 12 hour knows what we went through and you know we are fellow Conrad's we we're we're brothers in arms we're not might not be military but I know that we've done something together that has brought us stronger, and um, you know, obviously, there's moving on up. There's the people that have it done the Hurricane Heat, do a Hurricane Heat, and Hurricane Heat 12. There's a Hurricane Heat 24 coming up soon, and then there's always a Gogi. So um, these are kind of the, my goals. I was hoping to do a Gogi this year after my experience of the Hurricane Heat 12. I don't know if I'm ready. Um, but I want to try to attempt the 12 or the 24 hour we'll see how that goes and maybe if it doesn't happen this year maybe it's next year but I do want to do these I think that it will help push me even further because now we're taking in 12 hours for 24 hours or 60 hours you're taking in the you know no sleep carrying everything and pushing yourself to the max traveling to other locations I've never been before but um you know, looking back at doing this event, I'm so glad I I went and did this. I'm so glad you came, Brian, and did this with me, and maybe we'll both be able to do the hurricane heat, uh, just throwing it out there, and mm-hmm. in Asheville. But um, we'll see how that goes, if it happens. So Brian, before we really end this, you know, if you could say something to someone that has never done this before, what would you say to them, well, or anything like it?
1: You know, uh, I guess the only thing that comes to mind is that You know, this is where we were. This this 12-hour and this hurricane heat. I mean, it it pushed the limits of where where we currently are. You know, not not everybody's here yet. Some people are starting from scratch. You know, they got new goals for there. They just they haven't come to terms with even getting off the couch and doing a sprint or something that along those lines. And you know, I just want to say that it doesn't have to be a hurricane heat. It doesn't have to be a 12-hour. Doesn't have to be a four-hour or I'm sorry, just hurricane heat, um, cookie, I'll get it right, Um, but you know, just start somewhere, you know, get off the cast, go for a run, do whatever, I mean, you just are trying to push yourself and understand yourself and and push the limits of where you currently are and learn more about what you can take, what you can handle, and and desire to know these things, so that's... That's kind of where I'm at. I mean, anybody can do this. Just because we're here at this level doesn't mean that this is the only place you're going to get it. You true. Can, you can start anywhere, and as long as you're pushing, you're learning.
0: What was it? Uh, my buddy said, you are never failing if you're learning. Either you succeed or you learn. You never fail. I think that's So kind of, true. Yeah. This was great. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Well, guys, uh, if you listen listened to the show and you've gone to the very end so far, I just wanted to say thank you so much. And uh, we have a social account. If you go to mymuddyshoe.com forward slash follow us, it'll show you each of the social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, things like that. And if you could follow us and share us, that'd be great. Um, If you wouldn't mind also leaving a... A comment and giving a rating on iTunes. It's not the easiest thing, but if you go to mymuddyshoe.com forward slash iTunes, it'll take you to the page. And from there, if you do have an ability to write a review, I'd really appreciate that. But thank you again for taking the time listening to the show. I hope you got anything out of this. Maybe if you haven't done a hurricane heat or even a Spartan run or any type of run, maybe this encouraged you enough to say, well, maybe I should try and do it. But um, I guess that's it. Uh, Stay tuned for the next episode of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. I'm Travis Doe, your host. I will talk to you later. Take care, you guys. He's too up. <laughs> oh,
1: that's
0: a pretty good supper food. <laughs> You like that shit, huh? Ow, that hurt my
1: knee.